Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Ron Ananian. I don't think you guys want to buy cars. I don't think you can find cars to buy, which is part of it, but I don't think you want to buy cars. I was, I was reading some of the prices. I don't know what it's like everywhere else, but... Here in New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, I'm seeing prices of three to ten thousand dollars over manufacturer sticker price for a new vehicle. The car doctor. I've got a yeah, '91 uh, Bronco. The exhaust has been replaced, but the there is a bit of a exhaust rumble from it, and it's coming from the. The crossover pipe for the EGR. You don't like that little tick, 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 especially when you start a cold? Come on, that gives a character. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. hey Time to get the day going, right? Oh, by the way, in response, we had, um, we had an email a couple of weeks ago. I forget when it was. A couple of weeks ago, somebody had written in. They were asking about purchasing um, a transmission warranty. and we were I couldn't think of the name of the national company, at ATRA, A-T-R-A, atra.com. 
You can go out there, the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, um, all kinds of information about available warranties, coast-to-coast coverage, that kind of thing, as well as a lot of information about finding a good automatic transmission uh, shop should you be traveling or in your hometown. Um, ATRA is uh, um, a, a good sign. It's sort of like a you know a classification like the Better Business Bureau of Automatic Transmission Shops. So it's a good thing to have when you're looking for something as a major expense as that. But it was um, ATRA, www.atraatra.com. You know, I, I've been thinking about it for three weeks, and I couldn't. It's funny the way these things come to me. I'm, you know, in the middle of a shower, and I'm writing things on the wall, going, ah, "That was uh, Atra. That's what it was." So anyway, hello and welcome. Uh, let's get over. Right, let's wait a get, minute. Wait a minute. What? You're the one writing things on the wall in the shower. Yeah, that's me. So you didn't oh, know geez. that. So yeah, but I'm. I'm Leave not, my number out of it next uh, time. I'm huh? not. I'm not in those showers. So how are you today, Tom? Good. Yeah. Good. Just you yeah. know, looking outside. It's chilly outside, but nice and sunny. And, yeah. You know. it's, it's like a weird day here in New Jersey. It's it's it, it feels a little fallish. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, you, you know that. Uh, um, so I don't know. It's but you know it's supposed to be nice tomorrow. So we get a Father's Day barbecue in for all our dads that are grilling uh, this weekend and uh, you know are being grilled upon or grilled. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to get grilled. My kids called up and said, "Hey, where do you want to take us for Father's Day?" And I went. Huh? I think that's I think we got this. Wait a minute. Don't I get one day off? Oh no, Dad. We want you to grill burgers for us. Nobody makes burgers better than you. No, 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 no. We we, we have to work even on Father's Day. It's yeah. a good thing. I've noticed that. So, but um, yeah, that's okay. It's the badge of honor, right? Where are you taking me this hour? Let's uh, let's go to Jeff in Louisiana and uh, see what's going on here. Jeff, welcome to the Car Doctor, sir. How can I help? Okay, you're wrong. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to the show. It was Mark that day. And uh, Bella called in about a electric Mitsubishi or something. Uh, Nissan was it? Was it? Wasn't it with the Nissan Leaf? Was that yeah, it? Yeah, then whatever Nissan makes in the electric, right? Yeah, the Nissan Leaf. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, well, he was saying how to handle bad in the curves or whatever. I don't know. Then that wasn't the issue. I was is there, and then he talked about when he's. Charges at four to eight or whatever is the, the double uh, the, the, the kilowatts or whatever to charge the, the, the vehicle. Is there a do y'all know like a the, compared to fuel mileage, fuel, fuel you know the, the, the cost is I don't know how you figure or how you match the two together to figure the you know the mainness of the expense of charging and or fuel and mileage. You know it's kind of. I don't know. You really can't compare that. I'm not sure. I don't know what be were, the. Were you at lunch with me on Thursday? I was having lunch with somebody no. on Thursday. I'm, t- I'm I'm telling you, Jeff. We were having this. We were we were having this exact conversation. We're looking for a comparison analysis, a comparative analysis of cost per mile on electric versus gas, and you know the cost yeah. of charging it, and you know does it make any sense? Because also at that conversation, I said to this person, I said. I was shocked because they had heard the show and and they heard the gentleman calling with the Nissan Leaf. He had rented it, right? This is the gentleman that had rented the car to go on the two-hour trip through Pennsylvania, right? And it it it, it, it yeah. took it took him overnight because he couldn't find any place to charge it because there's something particular about the Nissan Leaf charging plug connector. I'm in I'm in awe of stupidity that we've released the vehicle. Although after 45 years of doing this, I shouldn't be released amazed at anything. That they would release a vehicle. Why aren't we standardizing all the electrical plugs? You know, they could they could standardize an OBD2 connector beginning in 1996 and saying this is the diagnostic connector we're going to use on every vehicle going forward. 
Why can't we? Why can't we standardize the electrical plugs? So no matter where you go, right. no matter where you go, you're right. What you know? What kind of charge you're doing? Um, you know, it it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. So you're you're right there, Jeff. Sound like you lost something? Oh no, I'm still there. I'm listening. I'm listening. All right. So, but um, yeah, no, I I get it. Would you ever own an electric, Jeff? No, sir. Sure would. What do you do for a living? Can I ask? Mechanic, just okay. like you. Okay. Yeah. Have you? Have you? Not s- very high end. I just I got a three bay shop with you know me and two other guys. Right. And in 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 your part of in your part of Louisiana, do you see a lot of electric vehicles yet? I hadn't seen one yet. You know? Do you think? And I don't really look for it, but I mean, I just hadn't seen it. All right. Do you think? Do you think it'll work? Do you think the idea of electric down Louisiana way will, will come around? It's. Do you think the infrastructure is going to be there to be built? How do you think it'll work? No, I don't think so. No, I, I just. If everybody, they kind of like old fashioned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, nothing. You know. Uh, and another thing on these, like the, they don't have a alternate. Does it have like an actual engine that's run by electric by the battery? No, it's just a battery. I looked up nothing on them. It's it's just a battery. It's a big battery. With, you ever, you ever, each well has a motor, and what about the compressor? Uh, the uh, well, they they do AC a little differently. Uh, they have an electrical AC compressor. You ever you ever play with radio oh, control cars? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My it's, son has some. it's it's the same thing, just bigger. That's just, that's big. I got just you. bigger. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. And then, okay, another thing. I don't forget. Okay, the battery. What's the life of the battery, and what's the cost of disposal of this battery? That's another big expense if you think about it, right? Yep, absolutely. Listen, um, up here, some of the dealers I've spoken to are now being required to build bomb shelters, they call it. Uh, the manufacturer. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that they want them. So when they dispose of the battery or to store the batteries, they want that the battery kept in a bomb shelter-like housing should it catch fire, explode, uh, you know, and, and of course, right. Now that raised the question in my mind, if we have to store these things in a apparatus like that, and it does catch fire, how much expense is that going to add to small town America, to the local volunteer fire departments to be able to put out a, a building fire that's got, I don't know, 5, 10, 15, 20 electric vehicle batteries in it? What sort of, what sort of cost is that going to add? How big is how right. big is how big is the town your shop's in, Jeff? Oh, it's uh, hundred thousand. Okay. So not hundred thousand, maybe not quite. So is so it's so it's it's got to be a paid fire department. It's not volunteer. Oh no, it's all paid. Yeah. Yeah, it's all paid. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I'm sure for them to deal with electrics, they're going to have to go through training and specialty equipment. Sure. And, yeah. You're right. Yep. You know. Yeah. And the oh, other yeah. the other thing I always think about is you've got you've got small restaurants and small town eateries in your in your area, right? In your neck of the woods? Sure. So yes, sir. you know, yes, sir. what what kind of car do you think those 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 waiters and waitresses are driving, right? Older Toyota Corollas and Honda Accords and things oh, like that, exactly. right? Exactly. You know? Exactly. And why are they driving those? They're they're dr- because yeah. they're they're cheap, right? They're cheap, reliable, older 150,000 right. mile cars, sure. right? There's only one. Well, I seen one chart, two, three charging stations at a uh, at a home, office, home Depot, uh-uh, Office Depot, and the PetSmart in the parking lot. We're in the back corner. Right. 
That was the only thing I've ever seen. Do you ever see electrics hooked up to him? Do you ever see electrics hooked up to him? No, I haven't. And we went last Saturday, went shopping at this same store, and it's still sitting out there, but there's no vehicles around them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's right off the interstate, too, so that's probably why they put them there. Right, right. Now, if you have to pay for the charging, I'm sure you do, guys. you got to use a credit card. I, I don't know. I don't know how does that work. You know what? What's the deal on that? So, well, some, anyway. some of it, from what I hear, some of it you have to pay for it. Some of it, you know, the retail store is paying for it. Some of it, you and I are paying for it. So I got you. It's it's the whole thing makes no sense. Hey Jeff, before I let you go, what's the price of gas down Louisiana way? Uh, it's four fifty, four sixty. Wow. Average. Wow. Four forty nine. That's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, what they tell me, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. You guys are doing all it's right. Been pretty, it's stayed pretty stable the last seven, eight days. It's been pretty uh, dry coming up, so it's going to probably, just like everywhere else, it's going to jump up. I yeah. don't know how much, but yeah. they say it's going to get to five in our area in the next month or so. How, how long you fix at, at How long you fixing cars, Jeff? Oh, 40 years. All right. And we've chewed on the Really? It started out in the parts business, independent parts, and then... You could see where it was going nowhere, and I do look stuff on the side and stuff on the side, and now it's just full time now. Became a show. Do a lot of age back work. Oh. A lot of age back yeah. down here anyway. Yep. Because of the heat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jeff, I got to go, but listen, I, I loved hearing from Thank you, man. You. you be well. Keep the faith. Okay. All right, brother. You too. Take care. You're very welcome. Thank you, sir. 855-560-9900. Ron and Andy, The Car Doctor, coming back right after this. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Little GTO, you really look at Need advice on how to maintain that classic GTO? Ron is the guy. 855-560-9900. Here's Ron. Hey, let's get over to Ken in Virginia. Some questions with his 06 Acura. Ken, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. What's going on? Yeah, I've, I've got a 2016 Acura RDX. Okay. And I'm wondering when I should uh, change the uh, transmission fluid. It depends on which it depends on which trans is in there. If it's if it's the standard what I consider the standard Honda manual automatic, the four speed or the five speed with the with the type H fluid, um, we typically like to see that done in the 30,000 mile interval range, just because after that it starts to get beat up. How many miles are on this now? About 62, 63,000. It's yeah. automatic. It's not a transmission. Yeah, no. Well, when yeah, I say, when I say a... manual automatic to me, the, the, the Honda, tra- the Honda automatic is really a manual trans with an automatic valve body. That's how I always think of it. Cause it actually has physical yeah. gears. It actually has physical gears in it. Um, so, you know, one of the ways you can tell is, you know, you can look it up in the owner's manual. That, that'll that tell you which trans you have and what fluid it's got. Um, but there should be yeah, a Yeah, di- we're saying about 90,000. Yeah, well, you can do it at 90,000. Um, the fluid will be beat to death. Uh, you know, real-world real experience, when do I do it and when do I tell my customers to do it? In that 30,000-mile yeah. range, you know? Um, particularly the Hondas and the Toyotas too, uh, both seem their trans fluid seem to have characteristic properties that the properties will wear out over time. The additive package gets depleted and it will affect trans performance. It'll create shutter. It'll shorten life. And the last thing in the world you want to do is change trans fluid when it's turned color. You want to catch it before it turns color because of the, do you, do you, uh, do you flush the whole thing or just change the fluid? Some of the some of the cars, depending upon how they're optioned, uh, you can do an exchange through the cooler lines. I don't believe your Acura has an external trans cooler. I think it's all done internally in, 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 in the trans itself, so you're just going to be able to do a drain and fill unless your mechanic has a specific piece of equipment set up to do a fluid exchange. I've seen it done. 
Um, one of the things I like about doing it every 30 is it eliminates the possibility of and the problems of trying to, or the, the hassle of trying to find somebody with a particular machine to do it a specific way. If I do it on a sooner interval, the most I'm doing is I'm spending a couple extra bucks changing fluid, maybe a little bit sooner than manufacturer recommends, but I tend to get more than the normal life out of that unit, which is what I'm chasing. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care if if I have to change it more often. Right. But um, you're not gonna you're not yeah, gonna hurt anything this, changing it more often. Car, yeah, I bought this car from a dealer who bought it from a rental company. Right. And it only had forty thousand on it. Right. When I got it, and I I was just. You know, I was very curious how often I should I should either change it or flush it. Um, I wouldn't flush it. I would just do a drain and fill if it's the type H yeah. fluid, which is what I believe it is. But and you know, not yeah. to, not to not to take it off take us off task. But the other side of this question is, it's got sixty two thousand miles on it. Are you going to do the rest of the sixty thousand mile service that's normally done? You know, whatever, whatever's needed. All right. Yeah. So, you know, what I tell everybody is, do you, do you go to, you know, most people go to the doctor once a year or once every two years for a physical, and they, they kind of do the, you ever notice the doctor always does the same stuff, heart rate, blood pressure, look in your eyes, your ears, your yeah. nose, the whole thing, right? Um, you do of the course. same, you do the same thing with cars. All right. You know, Monday we've got a 2015 Subaru coming in for a 60,000 mile service customer asked me, what are you going to do? I said, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do a checklist. I don't know what else it needs. I haven't seen the car in five months. Uh, I've seen the car twice in the last year. It's gone 8,000 miles in the last year. Actually, I take that back. It's gone 16,000 miles, 8,000 miles. And then, yeah, it's gone quite a bit. We haven't seen it for all its oil changes. And my point becomes, I'm going to do a checklist. I'm going to do a stick out your stick out your tongue and say, ah, and, and you know, get an idea of, of what that vehicle needs. Most vehicles at 60, air filter, cabin filter, some form of fuel system maintenance, carbon cleaning. Uh, this Subaru, for example, on Monday is going to take spark plugs as per Subaru, as per the manufacturer. The Honda does not. The Honda's usually a, a higher mileage interval, but I still look. I'm going to load test the battery. I'm going to look at wiper blades. I'm going to change trans fluid. I'm going to rotate tires. I'm going to look at brakes. I'm going to look at tires. I'm going to look at suspension. You know, it's a stick out your tongue and say, huh? Um, you know, the, the the road, and I say this all the time, Ken, the road is just, it's just too unforgiving a place. You know, um, there's there's, yeah, no, know. there's no fun I, being I, on the side I, of the road yeah, somewhere. And I, I, the car's been a very good one. Right. And I've had no problems with it. Right. But I certainly want to ensure safety. Keep up with it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 and it's it's funny, right? You want to do the pre-flight checklist. You want to kind of go over things before they need to be done. Um, real quick, I was thinking of my dad this week, and dad always said, "You want to check the plane before you take off, because you can't stand on a cloud at ten thousand feet and check the carburetor." Dad kind of knew what he was talking about. The same thing applies to cars. So, good luck to you, Ken. I hope I answered your questions. If not, give us a call back. If you need more, we're here for you. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. The car doctor returns. Don't go away.
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome back. Ron Nina Car Doctor here at 855-560-9900. Somewhere in the next 30 minutes, we're going to be giving away a Carlson swag bag, courtesy of the folks over at Carlson Quality Breaks to commemorate their launching of the Carlson Complete Brake Kit that has all the little parts, springs, clips, bolts, booties, and everything when you're trying to do a brake job that um, you can order it by your make model of car available on Amazon and, uh, you know, helps make that brake job easier. So uh, we're going to be doing that this uh, half hour. I don't know, Tom will pick a call somewhere. Um, so I'll give Tom a call, tell him he's a cranky old man and win, win, win him over with your charming personality and 
try and calm them down. Um, I want to talk to you about this 2008 Honda Ridgeline I've talked a little bit about um, this weekend. Uh, it was a different kind of failure. The customer complaint was that the truck, the dashboard would go off. It would get set off. All of a sudden, he'd be driving along, and the gauges would swing all the way up, swing all the way down, and go dead, and he would lose all instrumentation. And sometimes the AC fan would turn on and off, and he'd be driving around in a hot truck, and the gas gauge would stop working, and all sorts of lights would be blinking on the dashboard and going through and, and telling him multiple system failure. It was you know, a real Apollo 13 moment right from the movie with Apollo 13 when they're blinking all the lights. Well, this truck was kind of doing the same thing. So I, you know, brought it in, and I always, as you guys know, I start the diagnosis. Where do we start it? We start at the beginning, and um, we scanned it, and I pulled out the Opus IVS scan tool because I like that for something. Well, I like that for all of them, but in this case, it's going to give me all past history fault codes. It's gonna, it gives me a lot more than the other scan tools give me as far as detailed information, and that's what I was looking for on something like this. And it had no less than 44, I think it was, different fault codes in it. And a lot of them had to do with voltage. There was communication faults within the modules, not modules not talking to each other. But the one code that was the most interesting was the P is in Peter 1549, where it stated that the system was in an overcharging state of condition. Now, I started reading the diagnostic chart for that, and it's the vehicle has to be exceeding 16 volts for a set period for 30 seconds, I believe is what it said, uh, where all of a sudden it will flag and, and, and set that particular fault. And, you know, how many vehicles do you see overcharging, right? It's not a common occurrence. It, it, it never really has been. Well, it hasn't been in the last 15 years. The electronics have gotten so good. But in, in the case of this particular Honda, it just doesn't happen that often, right? You get a vehicle where it's usually it's that the alternator died. So I, you know, I, I spent my nickel and I talked to the guys over at Opus. I called Honda Tech Line and I spoke to Stevie and we kind of went around with this. And he was a little, <laughs> he was a little like, geez, look at all the code you got. I go, yeah, it's kind of interesting, right? It's, um, uh, you know, this is definitely not your, you know, this isn't, we're not in uh, Kansas anymore. This is definitely a little bit different. So we both decided, listen, let's clear codes, which I always like to do at some point after I've written down the information and stored it. And, you know, let's clear codes and let's see what comes back. So I cleared codes. I drove it. Nothing came back. And the instrument panel didn't flake out on me like it had been. It was, it was really bouncing all over the place prior. So that's kind of interesting. I, you know. So, uh, you know, I'm, I must have just seen the movie Apollo 13. Tell me what's good on the spacecraft. Well, I decided to go through basics. Always go to numbers, right? You always want to look at heart rate, blood pressure. Always want to look at the basics. If you tell you what's good, I'll tell you what's bad. Well, I had no charging system output. Let me say that again. I had a vehicle that came in for all high-voltage fault codes and a P1549, which says charging system or electrical system voltage went over 16 volts. And when I cleared codes and drove it and watched it, I didn't have any charging system voltage. I was running about 11.4, 11.5 volts. Now, Hondas will, will confuse you a little bit if, if you don't know what you're looking for because they run a, an electrical load disseminator. Uh, where they'll they'll use the PCM like a lot of manufacturers to, depending upon how they turn the alternator on and off to charge the system to run, you know, higher than battery voltage to charge the battery. 
Uh, one of the tricks I've learned is if you think you've got a Honda and maybe it has a charging system problem because it's only showing you 12.5 volts, flick on something with a high electrical demand. Turn on the AC compressor, turn on the rear window defrogger, turn on the, you know, the heat uh, with a high blower motor, and you'll immediately, within three seconds, see that charging voltage come up. And if it does not, you might be on to something. Well... Same thing here, except here it was abnormally low. We were at 11.5 volts, 11.4 volts, and I said, this can't be good. This doesn't make any sense. Turn things on, and I, 11 volts, 10.8, 10 points. Oh, wait a minute. I've got a vehicle that's not charging. Completely different than the fault code. You know, perhaps, and this is the theory I'm working on, uh, perhaps the alternator over, went into an over, overcharged state of condition, burned itself out, which it might have because the system got very hot. It's a 200,000-mile vehicle. It's a little bit of an older vehicle. Uh, the positive post on the battery started to melt, all right? The, the, the lead post had a mushroom look to it. You could see it was kind of, you know, crowned over a little bit. Uh, you know, and after some diagnosis at the alternator, Bad alternator, and it's an internal failure, which I wasn't surprised. They do they do fail. It's it's an internally regulated alternator uh, for computer command and, and so forth. Put an alternator in it, and charging voltage is fine. Dashboard is fine. Uh, you know, everything looks normal. And I guess the point of it all is, you know, sometimes you've got to look at what's bad, look at what's failing, look at what failed, and then make some sort of diagnostic conclusion from there. Of course, you know, you need good information. Uh, kudos to Stevie over at Opus IVS, uh, opusivs.com, if you want more information, if you're looking for that, if you're a shop. Uh, definitely a tool worth looking at, um, fast becoming the go-to in a lot of shops that, uh, you know, to have the ability to talk to a, a manufacturer's tech, somebody with direct experience on that car line. If you're working on something simple or complicated, that's the way to go. But... Um, yeah, it, it, it solved the problem. So, uh, you know, uh, we, we went from an overcharging condition to a no-charging condition to put an alternator in the car. And and I can only imagine the hits that that instrument cluster was taking, you know, running at more than 16 volts. And I, I wonder for how long, because the customer said it had been going on for a while. So, uh, you know, I guess because the car wouldn't die, right? It had more than enough electricity. The battery was always charged. Sometimes a little too charged, right? It was to the point of melting. Uh, you just you say to yourself, you know, maybe that's the strategy. That's why Honda did what they did. You know, my theory is that they they turned on all the lights. They actually started to knock off the dashboard to protect the electrical circuits of the dashboard because obviously it's all computerized and chip and clusters, and you know, to get your attention. You know, a lot of manufacturers, as an aside, a lot of manufacturers, you'll get a fault code to check engine lights on, and the ABS light will come on, and the traction control light will come on, and the airbag light will come on, and all these other lights will come on, and you're thinking you've got a multiple massive system failure. You don't. Chances are you've got a fault in the ECM, which is emissions-related, and they're trying to get you to bring it into a shop to help prevent damage to the environment and to the vehicle, so they start flashing and doing other things. In this case... Honda must have said, hey, if the charging system voltage goes high, we're going to shut the cluster down. That's sure to get somebody's attention. It did. He still drove it for three weeks, but it finally got his attention to the point where he brought it in. Anyway, another one fixed down the road. So it just uh, 
just a little bit of a different story. A too high of a charging condition could create a problem, and it actually fried the alternator requiring replacement because it finally burnt itself out. 855-560-9900. The car doctor's coming back right after this. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome back. We're on the car doctor at 855-560-9900. Got a question, got a thought, got a comment. Give us a call. Reading an article about, um, well, it's interesting, right? It, uh, by Jennifer Sensiba. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right, from uh, Clean Energy. Uh, she's talking about the, uh, the, the current issue with buying an automobile. And uh, she talks about how she was going by a Ford dealership the other night walking a dog, and there was where there was once dozens and dozens of vehicles for sale. Now it's a scene I'm reading out of the article. 
Uh, looks like a post-apocalyptic movie, a few cars in the front, half of which are used, and nothing but empty space behind. She talks about the car shortage that's going on, which there is. There's, a, there's definitely a car shortage right now. And um, she talks about the fact that direct sales seem to be growing and thriving, you know, where you're buying direct from the manufacturer, you're bypassing the dealer. And I, I wonder how that's going to work out. I also wonder, you know, will it ever be like it was? Will it ever be to the point where, uh, you know, you would go in and, you know, you kind of enjoyed it a little bit. I know I did. You go in, you look at the new cars. It was that new car smell, the dealership experience, uh, looking at all those new cars and you get to haggle a little bit about price. And, you know, you sort of felt good if you came out, You yeah, I got a good deal or, you know. It always amazed me. People didn't think they got a good deal, but they still bought the car anyway. So I wonder how that works out. But, um, you know, Jennifer here is talking about that, you know, it may never go back to being the days of, of, of buying a new car from a dealer, which, you know, are we seeing the end of an era? I, I couldn't help but read this article and think to myself, you know, is there is there something else going on here? Uh, you know, are we seeing a change in the way we buy cars as, as a society? And I'll miss it. And you know what? I think the dealer experience, I think you need car dealers. I think to a large degree you need somebody to stand behind the product, the person to negotiate the, the paperwork and the transfer of ownership and the I've got a problem and this piece of molding isn't sitting exactly right. And, you know, there's a hundred little things that go on when you're when you're, you know, purchasing a new vehicle. And I don't know that doing things by mail order like that will will really allow that to work like that. I don't know that that's going to transpire and be to our benefit. So uh, I hope things come back to where they were. Let's hear it for dealers, right? Let's go over to Paul in Virginia, 1990 Isuzu. wants to talk a little bit about battery voltage. Yes, Paul, you're on with the car doctor. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, sorry. I didn't know you were ready for me. Um, yeah, I have a 1990 Isuzu NPR cab forward uh, commercial truck. Okay. And... Um, the transmission is not, it stays in limp mode. And I happen to see something, uh, and this is something I've been messing with for a while. It would do this kind of intermittently for over a year. Sometimes it would shift beautifully. Sometimes it would go into limp mode. And it has an economy light flash that lets you know the codes and so forth. Um, to, to When you first turn the key on and it flashes a couple of times, it let you know it's in the right sequence or whatever but that light has not been coming on and uh, somebody said something about if your battery voltage and it has two really large batteries that power the right. truck if right. that wasn't up to standard that it could be affecting the transmission shift it could affect a lot of things with the electronics well uh, what do you think about that well i think i think battery voltage is critical on a lot of things but I think we have to define where the information came from and, and what's their idea of low battery voltage. And, and more importantly, I would want to know what the manufacturer thought. You know, sometimes to diagnose something, if I'm in a situation like this and I'm trying to decide could the component I'm thinking about be a cause and effect type of a scenario, I'll go and I'll read flowchart codes. I'll go and read, is there, is there a code from the manufacturer for that vehicle for example, that it'll set a low battery voltage or a low electrical system voltage fault. And if I read through that chart and it says, you know, voltage gets below 11.5 volts, it's going to set a code and some of the consequences could be. And if it says, could put the transmission in limp mode, hey, you know what? The strategy's there. The, 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 the possibility is there. Now I'm going to go and look and say, okay, why is battery voltage going low? I think before you get to that point, though, 
Um, I realize you won't have the tool because I know what this is. This is a medium-sized commercial vehicle. You need to find a shop right. that can scan this to see does it does it come up with a clean scan. I don't want to count on the light to tell me that there's a fault because now I'm counting on the thing that's broken to tell me it's broken. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and see now um, I don't, the light doesn't even come on to even give those flashes. So right. And it's the economy light. But when I turn the key on, that light on the dash doesn't even come on. So, so you know, we'll have to admit, my batteries were pretty bad. Right. Uh, one well, was really old. Listen. And it, so it, I didn't know if that could it, be part of the problem. I'm know, just kind of doing a, a shade tree mechanics. Uh, well, I understand that. And, and so I, I, you know. Listen, Paul, if I can, it, you know, part of the thing what you can look at is if if it's – a case of if the batteries test bad and they are bad, change them. All right, don't lament about it. Whether it fixes your problem or not, a bad battery is a bad battery. You don't want to be trying to, you know, use something that's marginal at best. So um, start there. Think about getting it scanned. See what sort of information they come up with. We can talk again next week. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. The Car Doctor returns right after this. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast more than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of sunny the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael to the og spy kid alexa penavega you had carlo gugino who's the coolest mom ever you had antonio who's handsome amazing charismatic and then carvin and juni i felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me to the legend behind la bamba lou diamond phillips when i walked in i didn't think i had a shot at richie because john stamos's picture was already up on the wall Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, 
Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hey, let's get over to Terry in Nebraska. Terry, welcome. Ron Anini in the car, Doctor. How can I help? Thank you, Ron. I just purchased a 2002 Toyota Tundra. It's a okay. four-wheel drive. Okay. And it has about 230,000 miles, and uh, I have yet to get it home yet. I was just kind of wondering what you recommend for maintenance. Um, if it's wet, change it. So if it's a fluid, change it. Just, you know, don't care what the last owner said. I want to know that I'm starting off fresh. Uh, you know, if it's an automatic trans, I want to take a hard look at the fluid. How dirty is it? You know, I want to make a decision. Do I want to change the fluid now and at least know what I have, you know, going forward? Obviously, with this kind of mileage, changing fluid, if it's never been done, I could be rocking the boat. But, you know, it's a matter of when do you want to find out? If if the trans is this old and this, you know, it's 20 years old and it's got this many miles on it, if the trans is going to be an issue, let's deal with it and get it fixed because you didn't buy this truck to get rid of it. Uh, you know, so as far as the rest right. of the fluids, transfer case, differentials, let's do them all. Let's do brake fluid. Let's look at rubber components. Make sure the frame is solid. I'm assuming you've already done that. There's no rust anywhere. There's no holes. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, no issues that are going to cause structural problems down the road. Uh, you know, this should be V6 or four-cylinder? V6, I would imagine. And it's a 4.7 V8, actually. Okay, V8. Okay, yeah. So this has got the timing belt under the covers. Uh, involved timing belt to do, but I would get the timing belt done. If you have no record of it being done, timing belt, water pump, all the usual good stuff. Hey, Terry, listen, the clock's going to take us, but I'll tell you what. Tom says that you like grumpy old men, and you kind of got his vote. So uh, we're going to be sending out the Carlson swag bag to you. It's got a Carlson T-shirt, first aid kit, shop light, and a bunch of other really cool little things to commemorate the launch of the brake job completion kit from the folks over at Carlson. Stand by, let Tom get your information, and for the rest of you, till the next time, I'm Ron Anini and the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive, they're priceless. See ya. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.